and titties. Let's get rolling. Welcome to another episode of I'll Take Three, a movie treasure hunt. We're uh, all dressed up like Dolly Parton today because we are ready for an impersonator contest here at the Honky Tonk. I wonder who's going to win. I feel like like one of us has has a little bit of a cheat code. Yeah, that's because I have naturally huge boobs like Dolly Parton. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Alex oh, wait, Dolly Parton doesn't have naturally huge boobs. <laughs> 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 um, yes, welcome to another episode. Uh, if you watched our movie, you know what we're talking about. If you did not, you're probably like, what the hell is going on? Um, or if you uh, just don't understand what the hell we're talking about because we're mentally drained. From also, if, today? if you don't speak English, this is not going to make much sense. Cause That's true. We speak English on this podcast. Yep. Thanks, Jake. This is amazing. I, I did. I was listening to this podcast. It was an infotainment podcast. Yeah. And I heard that if you get the COVID vaccine, if they don't get the Band-Aid on fast enough, it creates a COVID <laughs> world. Gonna, oh, my God. <laughs> Are we going to get a ban from both of the comments that were made? Yep. I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Uh, that was from Freedom, though. Go listen to that podcast uh, after you listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, but today, uh, we are talking about a movie um, that does not feature Dolly Parton, but does feature a bunch of Dolly Parton impersonators for a scene. We are talking about the 1980... Shoot, I don't know the year. Was it, 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 it came out in 1980. The 1980 uh, classic. I don't know. Is it a classic? It's a classic. classic? Yeah. It's a classic? Yeah. Okay. The 1980 <laughs> film, Urban Cowboy. It's a classic, at least to Kristen's heart. Yep. That's true. That's all that matters. One thing that stands out to me if I know it's a classic cause, is I uh, see how many people I follow on Letterboxd that have watched a movie. If a lot have, then I think it's a classic. If there's like eight, like this movie, then I think it's uh, probably flown under the radar. You also don't <laughs> follow a lot of people on Letterboxd. I don't. No. What would Probably you say is a lot? So you show your face. <laughs> what would you say is a lot of people? I don't know. Following. Interesting criteria. One seventy nine. Why are you following so many people? You don't even know these people. <laughs> you just said Alex? I wasn't following a lot of people. <laughs> now you're getting upset because I followed too she many people. She doesn't know the facts. Entertainment. Um. But I, what I was gonna say, Alex, you said it's a classic. If a lot of people like it, so like, yeah, I don't know. That does probably like. Like, I was gonna say, like, like Spider Man: No Way Home, or like uh, uh, more recent movies, like uh, what Up in the Air, or whatever. Oh, that I love Up in the Air. Why are you talking about that? <laughs> no, that's not the movie I was thinking about. Oh. Don't look up oh. that new movie that just came out. Yeah, I was thinking about movie new movies that people have been like super popular. You know, talking about. When I heard Classics. there was a Leo Jennifer Lawrence movie, I was super excited. And then I saw the previews for that movie, and I was like, "Oh, great! It's another Adam McKay snarky, uh, depressing because of how screwed up our country is." Movie like Vice was, and I'm like, yeah, "I'm not gonna watch that." And I have not. Seen I have not. Vice. Ugh, I just, played Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah, that's that- it's very similar. That's fun. <laughs> But uh, the reason we're talking about Urban Cowboy is here at I'll Take Three, if you haven't listened before. We take three movies 
each. Wait, not each. We take three movies, one wait, each, wait. that fit a theme. <laughs> and this uh, theme is wrapping up with Kristen's film choice, which is Urban Cowboy. And the theme is movies that the picker, the chooser, the selector, selector, <laughs> the selector <laughs> loves. I am the selector. <laughs> <laughs> and the other two people have never seen. So I think this is going to be a, a fun one. I know s- that Kristen really uh, loves this movie because of how often she watches it, <laughs> 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 which I'll let her talk about soon. Uh, but I'm Alex. Hey, I'm Jacob. Hey, I'm Kristen. <laughs> I'm glad we introduced ourselves. Yep, we got there uh, in the end. I would have forgot about that completely. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so this movie, Urban Cowboy. Um, let me just first ask Kristen, since you picked this, and obviously we usually will start with, hey, what's your guys' history with the movie? Jake and I have none. What? is yours why do you love it well just like pretty much all the other movies that i love and rewatch multiple times i grew up watching this movie because <laughs> my parents used to like watching it and i just liked it as well <laughs> i don't know it's like a comfort film for me like i don't know i just like me and Alice are just talking about comfort films I just like uh, putting it on. I usually will put it on when I am cooking. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I usually will just... Does it make you feel comfortable being in the kitchen while you watch that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it does, yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, like you're the make right me place. dinner, woman. And so she's like, oh, that reminds me. I should watch Urban Cowboy. God, you guys got really sexist. <laughs> like, I just fast. watched the movie. <laughs> I'm just talking about the movie. You're sexist. Yeah. You guys are sexist. Okay, anyways. So she um, thinks this movie's sexist. <laughs> what? What? Go on. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to fight? I'll fight you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Guys, let me Put get my up. referee shirt on. I don't have any stripes right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> what? If, if, if a referee doesn't have stripes on, are they even a referee? No, they're not. So. <laughs> okay um Um, anyways yeah so that was my history um it's very weird but yeah one thing that um i just thought of and i don't we've talked about movies that you've fallen in love with because your parents watched them i don't think i've got that feeling out of any movies that i'm like oh my parents watched this and i loved it too i don't know yeah jacob i i feel the same way the only thing i can even think of uh, and I don't love the movie. I just like the idea of the movie uh-huh. is uh, Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. Yeah. But that's the only thing I can even think of. Oh, and. Um, uh, Wait, why do you like it? Because of the idea of the movie. Is it because they're high uh, all the time? <laughs> yeah. And Cheech and Chong or is it because they're Mexican? And they're fun. And Cheech and Chong are funny. Yeah. Okay. I like. Yeah, it's just about it. The way you just Dave, said Dave's it was not like. here, man. For the idea yeah. of the movie. But you don't, the idea you don't the like the movie itself? There. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know if I've seen it. But oh. I like the idea of it. Jake hasn't seen. But I know that my dad loves it and has watched it a bunch. Um, and uh, there's another movie. I think it's called like uh, Gone Fishing or something like that. Oh. Uh, that, 
the, the Danny Glover the Joe Pesci yeah. movie. Yeah, that one. And I've seen that quite a few times uh, with Dad, and that I know he likes. But I don't know if I would say that I like love those movies or the comfort movies. And the ones that w- with Mom, I briefly talked about them on another episode. Like uh, I think Soul Food was one that Mom used to love that I remember her liking a lot. Yeah, but I don't. I can't remember even what really happens in the movie or last time I watched it. I have no idea when I was a kid, you know. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel a similar way. Like I remember movies that they watched. I don't remember ever, um, get, like sitting down and trying to watch them with them, mm-hmm. and that might be part of the reason. Yeah. Well, then another one from mom oh. would be fried green tomatoes. Sorry, Chris. Oh no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say real quick. Well, in my family, Alex knows this. They rewatch movies all the time. Like they could just be get done watching a movie and literally watch it that same day again. Like I don't know why, yeah. but <laughs> we always did that, and I still do that. So yeah, just always have something on. Yeah, I guess so. But you get like pulled into it. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll go over there, and they'll be flipping through the channels because they still have satellite TV. And like, oh, Back to the Future's on, and they'll turn it on. So it'll be just like random scroll, and it won't be like, ooh, I got it on DVD, I'll put it on. No. Yeah. Yeah, if it's on, so they'll funny. watch it, yeah. I don't know how many times I've seen The Wizard of Oz, like, because we used to the watch Wizard that all the time, and my dad still, if it's on TBS, because it's Yeah, Wizard like, of Oz is one. They always uh, run that one on TBS all the time, and so mm-hmm. he would always put that on whenever it was playing, even though there's literally thousands of other things to choose from on satellite if it wizard of oz was on he'd put it on now the wizard of oz that's a classic that is a classic. how many of your uh how many of your letterbox followers <laughs> like that movie alex yeah alex. Uh, let me look <laughs> let me look uh, this is the this is the important things that people come to this podcast for let's see the wizard of oz 179 watched followers by, watched by a lot of people a lot of people have watched oh, it man must be a classic <laughs> yep so far, so good. That's all I'm going to say. This theory is holding. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Uh, the only movies I... And Wizard of Oz is one. That's the only one I can think of. Maybe the Back to the Futures. I feel like we watched those a lot, too, when we were kids. Maybe. I feel like I've watched them a lot more now. But I don't remember really watching them ever as a kid. But I guess we must have. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember it, though. Um, and then you named a few mom watches. The ones that I remember dad watching was just like the Clint Eastwoods and John oh, yeah. Wayne movies. Yeah. And I never, all those. never really got into those. I remember liking a couple of the John Waynes, the Clint Eastwoods. I don't think I ever got into when he was watching them. Yeah. I think there was maybe one or two Clint Eastwood ones that, uh, I remember watching with dad. I know the one, I think the most vivid memory I have of watching a, a Clint Eastwood movie with dad is the one where I think he's like in prison or something and he gets lethal injection. Is that the Clint Eastwood? Um, he's like a reporter and somebody else is going to get. Okay. Yeah, that's the one that's most vivid in my brain. That one and the good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then other than that, I don't remember any of them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what Clint Eastwood movie I really remember? <laughs> and I can't think of any other ones. Um, oh, which one? It's Every Which Way But Loose. You guys know that movie? Yeah, and every which way we can, the sequel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. That's funny. Dad, I just ordered those for our dad on Blu-ray like two years ago. He asked me. <laughs> oh, did you? He's like, I don't Ooh. have copies of those. Can you get me them? 
Dad's not going to listen to this podcast. <clears throat> what are you getting him for his birthday? I don't know. I don't mean either. Okay. Don't, uh, definitely don't listen to this, Dad. All right. Dad. <laughs> don't listen. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about this movie. Um, one thing that stood out to me in kind of this, the research on this movie is that it, it came shortly after Saturday Night Fever, and a lot of people were talking about it being a version of that movie. I've never seen it. Um, Kristen, have you? Saturday Night Fever? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've seen that movie. What do you think? Is this like a country version of that? Um, I mean, there's a lot of uh, complicated uh, situations in it. Um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it is. I would say, yeah, it's like a country version of it. I would say, yeah. That's funny. Um, and it is a lot of the movies set at that Gillies Club outside of Pasadena, which was a real um, honky tonk. It was this pretty much the size of a football field. It looked huge. Yeah, it's nuts. I was reading that it has like it. Well, it's now. Do you want to talk about what happened to it, Kristen? Um, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess. <so. laughs> I guess if, if I have to talk on this podcast, I guess I will. <laughs> well, from what I know, is uh, it shut down. Um, I don't know when, but <laughs> sorry, I had the date and I forgot it already. I think it was 1989. Yeah. So Sherwood Cryer and Mickey Gilly opened this place together. They were business partners. And um, they parted ways when they decided to close the bar. And then like a year later, like a fire destroyed it. And Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. What a dummy. Yeah. One time Kristen and I were in Dallas. And they have a Gillies in Dallas and she's like, Oh, we should go by there. And so we, um, got in our rental car and we went over there and, um, I was like, okay, should, are you, should we go in? And Chris was like, no, let's not go. <laughs> so all we did was drive by. <laughs> I got nervous. Okay. I didn't want to go in. That's funny. <laughs> Such a Pisces behavior right there. <laughs> yeah. We, and we did not go in. <laughs> Um, they also have a Gillies in Vegas, right? Kristen? Do they? I thought you said they did. What were you saying, Jacob? I'm not sure. I said I did that with the Parthenon. Oh, you didn't go into the Parthenon? No, I just went to it. Yeah, they do have a Gillies in Vegas. Oh. Oh, it's at the Wynn. Wow. You guys should have went there instead of the uh, cafe or that cart mart or whatever it was. Cart Mart. What? <laughs> what was that place we went to? Omega Mart. We the Cart Mart. <laughs> that's not like a good name. So big you can drive a car in there. Yep, that's right. That's what they're known for. Uh, but uh, we also um, went to Coyote Ugly one time. Oh, nice. So there. That has Is nothing to do with this. <laughs> Is this movie Coyote Ugly? No. But <laughs> that just made me think of that. Um, but we did go to a hockey talk, too. Oh, right, nice. Kristen? Yeah. yeah. Yep. We did. There. 
Yeah. You got it. It was in Nashville. <laughs> though. Not in I went Dallas. to the uh <laughs> I went to the electric cowboy in Clarksville one time. Ooh. Was there Does that count? Yeah, did they have an e- electric um mechanical bowl there? It was made of electricity, yeah. <laughs> You had to be able to When you wrote it, it, your hair stood on end. <laughs> yeah, and your uh, were on fire because it's electricity. <laughs> you had to sign a waiver, though, so you couldn't sue. Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, otherwise, production on this movie uh, stars John Travolta and Deborah Winger and Scott Glenn. Um, it was budgeted around $10 million and had a box office of $53 million, so it was a modest hit. The um, the movie was adapted by Aaron Latham and James Bridges. James Bridges directed also from an article they read in Esquire magazine about two, uh-huh, two Gillies regulars uh, who had a, a real life relationship and met at the Gillies and stuff. And um, they used that as the basis for Bud and uh, Sissy. Interesting. The... Uh, the movie was a temporary recovery for Travolta. He had a, a poorly received film in 78. Didn't reach the levels of Saturday Night Fever or Grease. Uh, Urban Cowboy didn't, but it was still a, a modest hit. What movie did he have a problem Yeah, with? I was going to say, what was his messed up movie? Uh, moment by Moment. Uh, the movie also used the real Gillies in filming, um, and it had Gilly featured in the movie. Um it also had some other musicians featured in the film, and it yeah. had. Uh, uh, Are you thinking gosh. of the musicians? No, what was the guy? Was it was the owner guy in it? Sherwood. Sherwood Cryer. I think he made like a little cameo. Cameo. I'm not okay. sure. But um, uh, Charlie Daniels yeah, was in it. Charlie Daniels band, yeah. And Bonnie Wright. Bonnie Wright. Wright, is that your yeah. name? Johnny I Lee. Saw, oh, yeah. I saw the Charlie's Charlie. I saw that guy live. <laughs> yeah, me too. I thought I'll tell Kristen this last night. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, Dad loves Charlie Daniels. I wonder if yep. he watched this movie. Do you think he watched yeah. this movie? I have no idea. I'm I sure feel like he watched this movie he would like. Let's get him on the podcast. Here, I'll All call right, him. Let's call him up right now. What time is it in Arizona? Um, 9.50. He's up. Nah, forget it. Then he might. Uh, we might. Talk to us for an hour and a half. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll follow back up on our next episode. <laughs> um, Jacob, didn't you say mom had a copy of this on DVD? Did you check that? Oh, I, I did not check that. Oh. No, I, I'm sorry. I forgot. Okay. Well, uh, that's okay. Then uh, the l- last thing I was going to say about this movie, uh, as far as uh, the soundtrack is a, a, a hit, it had s- you know, some really famous songs on it. Looking for Love, Stand By Me, Stand, Stand uh, by Could I Have This me. Dance, The Devil Went Down to Georgia, of course. So it was a, it was a pretty big hit. This was right around the... Um, the time and it helped kind of revolutionize the interest in like this version of country music in the late 70s and 80s. Nice. This uh, movie also ended up having a musical adaptation in 2003 Hmm. that was poorly received and only ran for a year or less than a year on Broadway. Oh, okay. I was about to ask if it was uh, Broadway. 
Fox and Paramount were going to adapt this into a TV show, and they announced it and um, had a pilot and stuff set up in 2015, but they ended up canceling it, and it never came to fruition. Did it say how far along it went into uh, like production or pre-production? Did they cast it? Mm, doesn't say. They had somebody set as the writer and director for the pilot mm-hmm. and a showrunner. But then in, but this was announced in May, and then in December they canceled the pilot. Okay. So, probably so they not might not have even gotten the, to get, through the yeah. pilot, yeah. Any... Uh, thing else. Oh, one other interesting thing because it uh, stars Deborah Winger. The studio and a lot of people working on the production of the movie did not want Deborah Winger in the movie. They didn't think she was attractive enough. But the director um, fought for her and even convinced her because she was told to leave at one point. Um, oh, con- my God. Convinced her to come back and got her into the movie. I liked her. I thought she was attractive enough. Yeah, we'll talk about her, because I just watched her in terms of endearment oh, a couple nice. months ago, a month ago. Uh, any uh, any other interesting facts you guys saw about the movie? Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready to get into this. Should we dive in head first? Yeah, let's take uh, your take your hard hat off, put your cowboy sure. hat on. Okay, that's a good <laughs> idea. My question though, can I get drunk and like hang in, and like hang out on a two hundred foot scaffold? Yes. Okay. I'll as long yeah. as I can eat tuna salad and spit out the onions. <laughs> I just like pecans, <laughs> and pecans and apples. Or is that what she says? Yeah. yeah, I think so. And her tuna salad grows. Yeah. Jacob, you had tuna today, right? Yeah, I put jalapenos <laughs> and dill pickle in it. How do you make That's your great. tuna salad? Uh, is that usually what you put in it? Yeah, do I would do, uh, you know, mayo and then pickles and if I'm feeling spicy, jalapenos. Do you do eggs at all or is that too much work? Usually too much work. I, I usually only buy a uh, – Tariel doesn't like eggs, so I usually just buy like the small six-pack of eggs. Oh. And gotcha. I'll, I'll, so I make eggs for myself for breakfast. Oh, what's your, how do you like your tuna salad, Alex? Oh, thanks. Um, I <laughs> like it with tuna, mayonnaise, <laughs> pickles, and I do like eggs in it, but it's usually too much work. So, Yeah. When I'm craving a tuna sandwich, I'm like, oh, I could make this in two minutes, or I could wait 15 minutes for eggs and then make it. <laughs> I hate that I love like a, a tuna melt mm-hmm. with like the cheese and like the toast. Ugh. You hate that? It's just, it's, no, I hate that I love it because it's too <laughs> much work. But it's so good. Is it that? It doesn't sound that difficult. Yeah, because you gotta like get an oven and turn it on, hook up the <laughs> gas. <laughs> you don't have your oven hooked up. No. It man. sounds like he doesn't even have a stove because he's like, you gotta get your stove. Gotta go he's buy gotta go one. buy one. <laughs> you gotta call the gas company, pay the convenience fee for them to rush out to turn the gas on. <laughs> I gotta get this tuna belt. Of course, I'm out of pepper jack cheese, so I gotta settle for Colby Jack. So I'm disappointed anyway. Uh, Colby Jack's uh, better, I think, than pepper jack. I like the spice, not the kick. Well, Colby Jack. Oh, I get. I have a Colby pepper jack cheese. That's Ooh, what I get. I was thinking like the Colby, like marble Colby. Yeah, I like getting the Colby pepper jack. Um, I was gonna ask you, do you have an air fryer? 
Yeah, but my little basket's if, too small. Oh, is it too small? We've got a yeah. bigger one, so I wonder if it would be good in there. Maggie just got a brand new like XL air fryer, so maybe I'll go over to her house and throw a bunch of tuna in there and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> throw a bunch of tuna in there? <laughs> yeah. It's like four kids tuna. Some mayo. Um, See what goes on. Kristen's parents got us one for, because we were like, oh, we're going to get an air fryer. And they got us one for Christmas, but they got us like this big toaster oven yeah. slash air fryer. Nice. And it's really awesome, but it it is really big. <laughs> like takes yeah. up a lot of room. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you guys uh, use it a lot? Uh, not as much as we should, but sometimes I, th- I, uh, I heat up my taquitos in there for lunch sometimes. That's oh, usually cool. as often as I <laughs> use it. Yeah. I usually use mine for, uh, um, chicken nuggets and, uh, French fries. Oh yeah. I do. We do. I cooked French fries in it last week. That's true. That's also true. Okay. You guys ready? <coughs> yeah. I've been ready. I said that. Pay attention to the podcast, Alex. All right, Urban <laughs> Cowboy. Do you, do 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 do. You guys, do. <laughs> do you guys when, have that's any? That's uh, get into the movie. No, they have no music or anything on the opening Paramount logo. No, that's that's what I do when we get oh. like when we start going <laughs> into the movie. I do that. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I didn't know that because we hadn't done that at the end of the episodes. <laughs> Okay, what were you going to say, Jacob? Paramount logo, no sound? Is that? Yeah, no, no sound. Paramount logo. I love that old Paramount logo. It's classic. But the tone for the movie was not set very well. And then I was just like, cool shot of the stairs and the kitchen. I, and liked, the, I liked the opening of the movie. Yeah, it was okay. I just... Uh, I, l- I love when music, like, you know, comes in and, like, kind of sets the tone for the whole entire During movie. the production card? Yeah. Oh. I just didn't do that. So, so you're, so you're just, like, you're, like, this is my checklist that you need, and that's one of the things. No, that like, it's not even that. And it was just, like, I don't, sometimes I notice it, sometimes I don't, and I, I notice it in this one. <laughs> and it might have been because it was old and I could kind of see, like, you know, I was just kind of paying attention because I was, like, ooh, this is not what I'm used to seeing, so. Yeah. I was paying attention a little more. I don't know. I like... Uh, but I really like the shot at the beginning of the stair with the stairs and the kitchen yeah. and the light. So. And him leaving. Yeah. So it felt exciting. Well, I didn't really... No, I don't care about him leaving. Just that shot was nice. Oh. <laughs> the, my, my note about him leaving was that he's spitting, chewing into a beer bottle while driving with no seatbelt. This is a bad guy. You know what I, I wrote? Know. I wrote, Bud reminds me of my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because I'm pretty sure this is how dad probably was back in the you think so? 80s. You think he, I don't, not dip though, like just cigarettes? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, maybe dip, who knows? Maybe dip? See, I think that's why my parents like this movie a lot, because I think my dad was like that too. He, he wasn't a cowboy, but he was like a... Like a semi cowboy, <laughs> like country, yeah, like yeah. countryish. Yes, he, That's how Dad was. He, he did dad dress wasn't a cowboy kind either. of like cowboyish, but he we didn't live on a farm. We didn't <laughs> we didn't have horses, you know, or anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. we did, but we didn't like you know use 
ride them. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for you to be like, well, we I mean we did do that, but <laughs> you know what we were we were well, we, a cow we were cowboys. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we did have a, a mechanical we bull a in, our, in our bar that <laughs> we, we own. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, cause that, my dad I just remember my dad being like looking in pictures and stuff when he was younger, and he's always <laughs> wearing cowboy hats and I've. <laughs> I remember being a kid and thinking it was weird that he didn't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, really? Like, he just all of a sudden decided to just stop dressing like that. <laughs> oh, interesting. Grew out of it. Yeah. N- now you know that that happens as an adult. Yep. <laughs> what? You grow out of it. Yeah. I'll never I'll never stop wearing my cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing it right now. I know. It's a little too small for me, but... I'll never stop. I made a note that um, I like the grainy feel of the 70s and 80s movies. Alex has talked about this before, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. the, l- the late 70s, early 80s has my favorite cinematography. Yeah. I like the feel of it. I don't think I've watched that many movies from this uh, era. Like, um, Once you got into the mid to late 80s, things started to get kind of glossy. Mm-hmm. Um, they felt more... Uh, and it was past the 50s point where it was all very... Like the production was like crazy. Like They started to get more authentic in their production in the 70s and early 80s. But the cinematography hadn't gotten like glossy yet. I was going to compare then, it to um, 9 to 5. That's one of my other favorite movies. Um and that one was made in the eighty or er, in nineteen eighty two as well, nineteen eighty like eight eight zero, not oh, not nice. eight two. Nineteen eighty two as well. I got you. <laughs> the um the thing that I always think of, and it's easy to ch- see it track, is like uh the uh Friday Thirteenth movies because they release like one almost every year from like nineteen eighty to almost the end of the decade and you can see that progression the change that's mm-hmm. interesting like a time lapse almost yeah it's it's uh it's definitely noticeable and there's just, it just feels i love it the early early 80s late 70s um john travolta as an actor he always reminds me of sylvester stallone because they had those big hits in the late 70s and then, you know, some modest hits and then some comebacks that kind of put them back on the map a bit as they, their careers have gone on. I was surprised by the uh, Judge Fuller's acting in this. Yeah, he especially did a great first, job. Especially in the first half of the movie. I, th- I feel like the first half of the movie was a little bit better, in my opinion, than the second half in terms of the acting-wise. Uh, but maybe that's part, partly because of just how dramatic it got, you know, the story-wise. Um, but the 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 first half of the movie, I John Travolta, I was like, oh man, he is so good. No wonder he uh, no wonder he's a household name and all this and that, you know. Yeah, he, f- like you, f- felt like he was Bud. Yeah, I yeah, because I wrote down, I took a note here where I was like, there's no way I'm gonna root for this guy. Like, there's no way I hate this guy, because and it was because he was doing such a good job of playing Bud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely. Uh, there was a thing in it. 
as it was doing the opening credits and it's a, it's a James Bridges film. We talked about him being the writer and director. And then it said the score adapted by, I was like, what does that mean? Score adapted by so somebody else wrote the score or there was already a score and then somebody else adapted the score yeah. to fit this movie or I don't know. I, I don't know either. Some of the, some of the song choices I feel very weird in this movie. Like, uh, um, that scene where he's fallen from the from the scaffolding, mm-hmm. that music where it's like I don't know how to describe it. Really. It's like a very dramatic uh, piece. Yeah, but it, and it just I feel like I don't think it felt like it fit in the movie in terms of. Well, it got serious really quick. I will say when yeah. that happened, when he started to slip, I audibly gasped. I went, <gasps> "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, Kristen. No, but, I don't. But that's funny. <laughs> That is funny. But that section, I don't know if we want to skip around if you guys care. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, but Kristen? That wait, wait, we got to take a poll. Oh, yeah, we, Kristen, got, we have Kristen. to get a... Um, that's okay. 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 We're good. Great. I'm glad we have it uh, convened here. Um, but the, the part where he falls from the scaffolding, I think for me, because it's going back and forth between him falling and uh, Sissy at the bar learning how to ride the ball and mm-hmm. and that scene is just so quiet you know and there's like so intimate next to each other and then and, and then it juxtaposition to him like <laughs> ah! you know it's just i don't know it was so weird to me that that was the first uh thing i noted about the score that was not like just the music yeah in it you know i kind of liked but... it i thought it was cool how they were jumping back and forth to the scenes and it showed you their perspectives, like, because she was just, like, so n- oblivious to what was happening and what he was going through at that moment. And then he's going through this scary situation. Like, it just, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Shouldn't have gone to work. No. Or shouldn't have drank beer. <laughs> yep. So much drinking in this movie. Well, as the early 80s. What are you going to do? Not drink. Not drink. Yeah. <laughs> Let me drink this beer. Can you hear me drinking on my? Yeah, I heard your. There <laughs> <sighs> we go. <laughs> the um, yeah, we could jump around if you guys want. Uh, so I don't know how you want to track it. I've got some notes if you want me to kind of yeah, lead you just through. Go it. ahead and lead off. That's uh, I'll just go on what based on what you say. Okay. Uh, the area, so he goes to his, um, cause he lives in the middle of nowhere at a, on a farm. He's a, f- a farmer. Uh, so he's not really an urban cowboy, but then he moves to Houston area and becomes an urban cowboy, essentially. Cause the, he lives with like his aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. They live on the outskirts of Houston. Okay. Um, and that's where Gillies is, is on the outskirts, but you can see the area, he, like his aunt and uncle's house. Um, there must be a fairly new house because they're still getting their lawn put in and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Those are some I nice houses. I bet like because it seems like brand new suburbs right there. I bet it's just like all urbanized now, suburbanized. It's probably mm-hmm. like because Houston's so massive now. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're to, uh, they're Austin. in Pasadena. Pasadena is yeah. pretty big. Like it's it's um it's near Houston. But it's its own city. Yeah, it's um, 
It's part of the Houston Woodlands Sugarland Metropolitan Area. It says too. It's that metropo- metropolitan area is the fifth most populous metropolitan area in the U.S. Whoa. They have. Let's find out. Does it have list how many urban cowboys they have? Uh, yeah, nine hundred fifty thousand urban cowboys. Holy smolies! That's no, way kidding. too many. But it has a population of more than two point three million. Oh no, wait, that's Houston specific. It has seven million people. Nice in that metropolitan area. Too many people. It's massive, man. Massive man. Massive man. Massa man. Did you know that if we took all the people on if the If we took earth, all the people. Oh, sorry. I thought this was like one okay. of those. It was one of those. But we're changing the subject now. Okay. Uh, if we took all the people on the earth and just like combine them all into one big like flesh ball. <laughs> uh, the mass <laughs> of the flesh ball of all of humanity would like take up just part of like central part. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I remember learning in school, I don't know if it's still still the same, but if you took every person in the world and had them stand with like a three feet around them, mm-hmm. you could uh they could all stand in Texas. Oh wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Did you guys know that Mickey Gillies cousins with Jerry Lee Lewis? Yeah, I knew that. Nope. Did not. Huh. I'm big two. on Jerry Lee Lewis facts. Kristen, what do you think about the population <laughs> of stuff? <laughs> Are you on Dennis' side? Um, I wasn't listening to you guys. <laughs> That's pretty usual. I was reading stuff about uh, Sherrod Cryer because I was looking up. First, I looked Who? up Ma- Pasadena and I was reading that stuff. But then another Google suggestion thing said, who started the fire at Gillies? <laughs> And so then I looked into that, and then there Who was this whole... Who started the fire? Oh, nice. It was only burning for a few nights, I bet. Oh, my God. That's a long time for a fire to burn. Maybe one night only, or it maybe it happened in the day. <laughs> it's 30 minutes, Max. It was a big building. It might have gone for a while. Yeah, four hours. <clears throat> uh, Kristen, you really like these 70s, 80s country movies. Yeah, so... <laughs> is there is there a reason uh, behind tell, that? Tell the me way about you that. said that was like like you were offended that I like <laughs> I felt like you was posing it in a question. Yeah, I'm just like, hey <laughs> talk to me. I don't know. I just like them. What's wrong with that? She is, she she feels offended. I'm not <laughs> saying it offensively. I'm just asking. I don't know. I don't know why I like them. I just like them. Oh my god. Kay. I don't know what you want me to say. I just like uh, them. You can change your movie. But there's nothing you like about them? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, what movies are you talking about? Like, just Urban Cowboy? Urban Cowboy, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Nine to Five is kind of country-ish in that. The Dolly Parton and then the sub- Suburban House feels... Um, oh, and you know what other movie came out in 1980? Hmm. Coal Miner's Daughter came out. Coal Miner's Daughter. I like that movie too. Never even heard of that. It's a biopic about um, 
Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn. Biopic. Is it called biopic? Is it called biopic? Biopic. It's biopic. It's a biopic. <laughs> biopic. Biopic. Tomato, tomato. Okay. Biography picture. Biopic. What are you saying? Biopic? <laughs> biopic. That's how I used to pronounce that. Biopic. When I would read it. Biopic. That reminds me of a Simpsons joke. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> was it about? Never mind. Oh, my God. I don't know. I just like them. Okay. That's that's all it comes down to. I don't know. All Keep right. Keep walking. If they're going to shoot, drop to the floor. Great. <laughs> I thought Great you were movie. closing your book. <laughs> like you're giving a sermon. <laughs> that's all I got to say. I'm done. That's the end of my quote that I've written down. Uh, we went to um, Gilly's once. Did you talk about this? Oh, I did. Okay. <laughs> Um, you know, it's always weird to me when someone leaves their hand on their significant other's butt in a public space. Like I get like tapping your significant other's butt, but when you just, I'm just going to set my butt here, my butt here. Put your hand out. I'm going to set my butt there. <laughs> I'm going to set my hand here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What do yeah, you guys I don't think? Get that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> whatever pda who cares no you have no thoughts on it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's all right i guess i don't know <laughs> you guys keep making me feel like i'm the weird one <laughs> what do you want me to say <laughs> <laughs> just want your opinions it feels like every time anybody asks uh, I'll ask you a question because I don't ask any questions. You're like, why are you asking <laughs> me a question? How dare you? I feel like he's trying to force me to say stuff, and it's like, I'll say stuff when I say stuff. I'm just trying to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> God. I want to know your guys' thoughts. I feel like I'm on thoughts. trial here. <laughs> this is what podcasting is. Jeez. Stop attacking me. I'm just listening, <laughs> listening to three of them. This is what they were doing. <laughs> Lauren was like, you guys watch this. Paul, Scott, like, <laughs> I'm trying to include you. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I don't have a big opinion about that. If you want to put your hand on my butt in public, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Do you want to do that? That's what I want to know. <laughs> That's not what I was asking. No, he won't do that because he thinks it's weird. <laughs> do you want me to do it? No, because it's weird. <laughs> oh, okay. So you guys both think it's weird? No, I'm fine. I don't care. You can do that. It's whatever. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys uh, know that <laughs> the Sorcerer Supreme was in this movie? No. Who? Steve the, Strange. Uh, what? Doctor? <laughs> oh, God. Steve Strange. Yes. 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 The character who hooked him up with those two women on that on that first night at Gillies, his name was Steve Strange. That's what I was hoping was gonna happen when I went to the Electric Cowboy. It did not. <laughs> did you know? Did you know Steve Strange? I didn't meet anybody. Oh. Well, I met somebody, but <laughs> well, you're supposed they, to go with your aunt and uncle, and your uncle was gonna <laughs> tell him. I, d- I didn't know that <laughs> to hook you up. <laughs> nobody told me that part. <laughs> I got zero memos. 
there's so many things in this movie that that was like, oh, this movie was written by a guy. <laughs> like him having a threesome with these two gorgeous women. Him uh, when he and Sissy have their split and this rich, gorgeous woman like mm-hmm. all of a sudden starts slumming it with him. And <laughs> there's yeah, it's just a lot. <laughs> is written by a man. Yeah, def- definitely a lot. Uh, he looked uh, better with the beard. John Travolta did. I agree with that. I think he looks better clean shaven. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But you won't let me shave no. my face. Makes sense. <laughs> hey, because I, I don't have that John Travolta jawline. Yep. You should start working your jawline out, dude. I guess. Yeah, do that. <laughs> do that for 17 hours. I think it'll be great. Oh, gosh. The, um, him with the beard, too, he kind of looked even like dad. <laughs> <laughs> like young dad. I, I when, when he first went into the, uh, the bar and everybody's wearing the flannel shirts, I was like, man, this is like dad's closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,. Deborah Winger. I uh, I find her very attractive, <laughs> both in this Ooh, movie and in terms of endearment. She's just she she gives off authenticity, even though she's an actress, <laughs> and it's probably not true. But it just she does a good job with it. Kristen? What makes her authentic? I'm just kidding. Is it because she doesn't wear a bra most of the time, or? <laughs> I don't know. She just feels, and it's probably why they didn't like her for the movie. She just feels like a real person. Like she doesn't feel like a, I don't, I'm trying to think of somebody from this time period. From our current time period? No, from that time period. But she doesn't feel like a, she doesn't feel like a try hard kind of a person. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think I I get that. Like she just feels like a, She's coming and doing her stuff and being herself and mm-hmm. not putting on a, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. The uh, the two-step dance. That seems very difficult because you're going all over the freaking dance floor. You got to like, look out for people. I feel like you're going to crash into somebody. I tried to teach Alex last night, and he has no rhythm. I'm sorry, Alex, but you mm-hmm. don't. That's okay. That makes sense. I, I know. I understand. Yeah, so I won't get to uh, go two stepping with you at any point. <laughs> Dang. Well, Alex, you got to uh, dedicate your life to uh, two stepping behind Kristen's back so you can surprise her one day. I will. Do they do still? Do they do still? Do, do they, they do still? Do they do still? <laughs> do they still do two stepping anywhere that I could take her to two step? I don't um, think anywhere I, around here. <laughs> we'll go to we'll go to Gillies in Dallas. Especially we'll go co- inside this COVID. Time. It's true. You should go there right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's end the podcast. <clears throat> they they set up that punching thing in the Gillies bar. The yeah, the punch punching machine. You guys ever use one of those? No, but I think they're so stupid. When I uh, when I used to go to the night deposit uh-huh. uh, when I was like eighteen, they had one there, and I remember punching it, and people were 
kind of like excited when I did it because I was such a little guy. Everyone thought it was going to be terrible, and then it was not half bad. And they were like, "Oh, okay, it wasn't good or anything, but it wasn't like terrible." So they were all like excited for me, which was cool. I think they're. I think they're too. They're, it's like, oh, I gotta show how strong I am to all these people this far. Yeah. I just think they're. I dumb. gotta be a man. I gotta show my aggression and how tough I am. Yeah, it's perfect. It is perfect for an environment with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, when John Travolta <laughs> goes to hit it, you could tell he's never punched anything in his anything. life. Anything. Yeah. It's the way pretty he bad. holds his yeah. hands. He's like, <laughs> they're like his shoulders weird too. are like very weird. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, and then, Winger goes. She wants to punch Winger? the bag so bad. What's her name? <laughs> Sissy. Sissy. But what's her the actress's Deborah name? Deborah Winger. Winger. Okay. Sissy. I, I'm not saying that the name is wrong. <laughs> I, thought I, got, I thought I got the name wrong. <laughs> it's just weird that you called her just Winger. <laughs> I know her personally, so it's fine. <laughs> That's why you uh, call her by only her last name. <laughs> only her last name, like a lieutenant. <laughs> anyway, How go she on. She make her knuckles bleed by punching this punching bag. <laughs> she doesn't have. Like she's never hit anything, so she's got soft skin. <laughs> and she hit it really hard. No, it doesn't make sense. Uh, Rugburn? <laughs> I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> she just busted her skin on it. That's what happens when you hit something really hard. When you hit something, she's a, if she's not as strong. Is yeah, she's a woman. You're right. She's strong, but her skin isn't. <laughs> She's got woman skin. She's stronger than her skin. <laughs> um, real, quick, uh, real quick. Real oh. quick. Um, today I found out that there's deleted scenes to the Urban Cowboy. I've never known that. But told, um, Kristen did tell me that, and I told her, geez, they should have cut out more of this movie because oh, it's so long. Oh, it's God. pretty long. Um, but there was supposed to be like a whole, like, more scenes to their uh, them dating and stuff. It showed, like, him going to church with her family. They go on, like, a date by a lake or something. And Aww. I wish yeah. that stuff was in it. All in the one-week period that they were together. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, I feel like that would have been, like, more of a, like, showing they actually have been dating a little bit longer than what you think they are. Cause but they say, like, that's dialogue, is that they've only been Well, it, they could have been joking, too. You don't know for sure. Like, Wait, oh, he hasn't what only dialogue? been dating like a week. Like, they mentioned that in yeah, one of the yeah, scenes. They that, yeah. that they've only been dating a week? That they've only been, yeah, they've only been together for like a week. They said that they got married like a week. Oh, that's right. That is right. They've been you guys married. Guys, get your facts straight. You don't argue with me about the dialogue in this movie. <laughs> she gets so offended when we talk about this I've movie. I've multiple notes where it's like, how much time has passed? <laughs> I don't get how long have Jacob, they been Jacob struggles with time in films, as we've <laughs> learned. It's bad. Like they need to be clear they, about what's this going one, on. I do agree that they didn't do a good job at like. At least you know when what pass. year this was set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew the entire time. Like it was, it <laughs> was kind of weird. Was... <laughs> the late night diner they go to. I want to go eat there. I don't even remember that. No. Oh. Well, she. What do they he, have there? Food. He starts tickling her, and then she pinches him or bites him, and then he slaps her. Oh yeah, 
see, my only note from that was, he slaps her. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did you write that to put that inflection? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yep. With an exclamation. <laughs> he <Yeah>. slaps her. <laughs> and, then, and then the next thing I wrote, right, is, then he attempts to kidnap her, and then she just gets in his truck like it's no big deal. They're yeah. fighting. They're that both whole, children. <laughs> that whole thing was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I get no, y'all. I get the what they're going for and it probably didn't feel as uncomfortable back in at the time, but watching it with current era eyes. <laughs> <it's tough. laughs> <laughs> Why are you being so mean to me? Alex is on D two Alex D two L on dialogue. I'm gonna all right. I'm not running this anymore. <laughs> all right, Kristen, you're in um, you're in I was gonna say something about his truck. I like um, the single cab trucks. I always thought those were cool. Yeah, Alex yeah. had a single cab truck for like a week. You did. Yeah, good times. Uh-huh. Oh, yep. it broke down. Uh huh. Threw a rod and it was done. Hmm. Yeah, it had, it had a really bad oil leak. That's what happened Kinda with the car my grandma gave me. It was a cute little, oh, I don't even remember what it was. It was like a Kia, I think, or something, but it didn't have any shocks. <laughs> oh, jeez. And so, like, every time you went over a bump, it was, uh, it was really funny. Not good. <laughs> Sounds terrible. My, but I, I drove it to school for, like, three days, and then it broke down on, like, the oh, third man. day, and there's oil, like, everywhere. <laughs> That's so funny. My first uh, car besides that truck, I got. I bought that green Ford Escort from our cousins, Jeremy and Christy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was driving it back from Idaho Falls, and the clutch went out on it, right? When I was driving it home from buying it. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's like when I bought that Chevy Lumina, I, when I, I was driving around the neighborhood, and the, the rack and pinion came out. Yeah. And I didn't have power steering after that, and that was the day I bought it. Man, bad luck. We all had bad luck with our (laughs) early cars. One other funny thing about the Escort, because you brought up the shocks. Um, The right rear uh, tire, I don't know if it was the shocks or what was inside of it, but it would freeze in the winter, and the shocks would be frozen, and they wouldn't work. And so it would, like, hit really hard. Yeah. (laughs) It was bad. (laughs) That's funny. But I never got to... uh own a single cab truck or know anybody that had one that was a bummer oh yeah my dad had one anyway, oh anyway. well i guess i know him too so <laughs> nice i take that yeah. back then <laughs> cross, cross that off your bucket list <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then i was confused because right after he kidnaps her <laughs> they just get married and like, yeah, well, he asks her. On? Well, he doesn't make yeah. her. She agrees. Yeah, but yeah. still, they're I in mean, a toxic t- relationship. It's it's. She's attracted to him because of his toxicity, and he's attracted to her because of her toxicity. This it's is the same just... kind of issue I had with Goodfellas. I told ah. Kristen that we paused it, and I was like, <laughs> "We talked about uh, this." <laughs> I was like, "This is their relationship's even worse than their the Goodfellas one." Jacob's gonna hate it. <laughs> it just doesn't. It's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Who are you looking at? The door. The woman's <laughs> brilliant. Pull my knob. <laughs> pull your knob? <laughs> Somebody pulled your knob. I got oh something to pop for uh, if you want to polish it. 
you gonna polish my knob? Is it Everybody's been yeah. in like a toxic relationship yes, before. Like, mm-hmm. haven't you ever had a toxic relationship before where you just, I don't know, kept going back to it? Um. I mean, in terms of like going back to it, I could. Think well, of, I mean, like, like not going back to it, but I mean, like you find like you like the drama of it. Like I don't know, it's weird. I hate saying no. it because it's like dumb to stay in that kind I, of a relationship. It, but the only any relationship I had that had like drama, I was like, this is disgusting. I don't like this. And then either we broke up because there was because of whatever. Well, everything broke up because. I don't have anything going on right now. Obviously, it's lasting. So, uh, anything that had drama with it, I was like, gross. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't like the drama, but there is something about the drama that you feel like you're like fighting to fix it. That is, does that make sense, Kristen? Is that yeah, that makes sense. Say? That's kind of what I'm trying to get to. I think is you're just, I have a, I can't even really explain it. It's. I don't know. It's just like something that you think you can fix and that you want to stay in it, but you both are not good for each other. I don't know. <laughs> at the time. Yeah. The only uh, the only relationship I can think of where I was, where I tried to make it like work, where it felt like it did work was with Brittany, you know, and that obviously didn't. And that was as toxic in the way that I kept trying, but I was just friend zoned, you know. Yeah, well, I so. mean, it was toxic for her to bring it in a possibility. I guess. Well, no, she didn't even really, because she was always telling me that it was never going to happen. Oh. I get my dumb brain around it. You were 500 so, days know. of summer. Yeah, so I don't know. That's the closest <laughs> thing I have to anything. Well, like listen that. to this. Single wide trailers. Hell yeah. 12 <laughs> feet by 50 feet. He and was he so, moved anywhere. So proud of it. Um, yeah. And Jake, I remember when we lived in that single wide trailer, and I'm pretty sure dad was so proud of it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. I think I remember I remember the day going to get that uh, that second one, and he was really excited about going to get that second one. Yeah, and then he never did anything with it. I think he was just, I mean, he was proud of it because it's their no, first house, that. like their yeah. first, you know. I grew up in a double wide, so I'm not oh. above living in a trailer, but I don't want to do that again. <laughs> you don't want us, me to move us Oh to my God, trailer? I got to tell you about my dream <laughs> since we're talking about trailers. <laughs> oh, so I had a dream the other night um, about Alex wanting us now with our kids to move into a trailer that was all broken down he wanted to leave this house we're living in and live in that trailer (laughs) (laughs) and i was like we're not doing that (laughs) like and i was like i'm not living in that trailer and then i woke up and it's where you're like mad at the person that was in your dream (laughs) that was funny not even a plan alex yep i'm not she tried to to choke me she woke up and was like trying to choke me (laughs) (laughs) How dare you make us move into a trailer that's broken oh, down? Oh, God. That was funny. Um, I wanted to say, too, I really like the 80s wedding attire. I think it's really cool. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why. And the I think hairstyles it's so cool. and stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, my mom the, and dad, um, uh, their wedding pictures are very 80s. <laughs> my mom had like that, like fully white gown with like the turtleneck kind of style. <laughs> and she had like a huge veil. And my dad had like the fluffy tux thing. And it was funny. Oh, man. I think that's why I like it because our pictures are cute. So I like that style. We should have did that, Alex. That would have been cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, when we renew our wedding vows. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say you got 10 years coming up soon, right? Oh, Is it 10 man. years? Jeez. <laughs> Dang yeah. it. Y'all better get divorced before that happens, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> well, she takes offense to everything I say. So. Well, he's always attacking me. Go ahead. <laughs> Like like Bud? No, not like mm-hmm. Bud. He just get is make, trying to make me answer things all the time. <laughs> like uh, Scott Glenn. He's like, who who was the pitcher no. for the 19, 1954 Mets? Yeah, see, it's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm trying to get... I'm like, what's your opinion on this? Like, I don't know. Gosh. <laughs> He's like, what are the Powerball numbers for next week's Powerball numbers? <laughs> you got no clue. <laughs> fuck, c- 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 fuck. Um... Have you guys ever ridden a mechanical bull? No. Have no. You? I told you no. I, I, well, oh, wait. We that was not on the podcast. Yeah, I did once. Um, <clears throat> Snake River Junior High got it for like an indoor field day. They had one there. Uh-huh. And I rode one then. There you go. That was good, I think. I don't remember falling off. Not to say I didn't, but I don't remember falling What was the speed at? Eight? I don't. I have no idea. Doubt it. It was probably at 15. Whoa. 1,000. Whoa. <laughs> my mind is blown. <laughs> my mind was almost as blown as when they announced that it was an inmate rodeo. Oh, yeah. On the honeymoon. Go. I forgot I was like, that. what is happening? That was That weird. was a real thing. Like the footage that they had of that, besides the part where they zoomed in on the guy, I don't know about that part, but the other stuff was all well, real. I should have I known it was a real out. thing because have you guys ever seen Stir Crazy? No, <laughs> the it's Gene a, Wilder yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, they um, are in prison and they do like the prison rodeo thing. And that one, I forgot about that movie till it's right now. Yeah, that's oh, a well. Movie. I love I those Gene Wilder, Richard Pryor movies. But I was—I uh, thought they missed a missed an opportunity to uh, make twenty-five. The guy who like gets on the ball that almost like whatever. They missed an opportunity to make that Wes. I mean, it might have been Wes. It might have been, but they Wes. Missed, well, they didn't specify that it was. They tell him. They say it's West Hightower. Well, they say. Oh and yeah! Oh my God! Are you guys just making the connection that West High Tower was the guy when from the prison? She's like, "Hey, do you want to go back to the motel room?" And he's like, "Well, let's watch this first. This first guy is West High Tower." Yeah. He says, "Oh, okay. See, I did not." Catch and then even yeah. later, they she's like, "He goes and accuses him of being a escaped convict." And she's like, "Well, I knew he was. I knew he was. I knew he was. I knew he was involved in that thing. I just didn't know he was that specific one oh. that I watched that time." <laughs> yeah, that's. No, that was him. That's I didn't. Yeah. Me Did neither. you guys Jacob? notice that one guy in the red vest who was helping him, well, helping West get in on the bull? When the bull jumped up, it his horn hits the back of his head. Did you guys notice that? Oh, no. No, yeah. I not. It's crazy. West almost died wow. there. Jeez. 
the um the mechanical bull i didn't know anything about this movie obviously but i had no idea that <laughs> three-fourths of the movie was gonna be focused on mechanical bull right there's a, there a lot of it i took i wrote a note i wrote here that said oh cool he's gonna go do rodeos no, he did not. It's that. only the mechanical. Bull. I think this is where the concept bull. of urban cowboy comes in yeah. because they think they're real cowboys because they ride a mechanical bull every night. Well, and he lives in a city. Well, kind of. He lives on the outskirts of a city, works at a factory, essentially. But he mm-hmm. goes and yeah. acts like a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the interesting thing I read about uh, John Travolta, he actually had a mechanical bull installed at his house. Uh, for two months prior to the production of the movie, and he got so good at it that he was able to do- shoot everything of him writing it without using a stunt double. That's cool. Um, and then he gets home at that night, and he's like icing his balls and stuff. And she's like, "Does this mean that we're not gonna do it?" And all I could think of is like, "Ah, that wouldn't stop a guy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, would not. <laughs> oh gosh. That How night, about, it, like, starts the trouble of everything because she's like, I want to ride the bull. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, ah, uh, no way. <laughs> he's like, it's yeah. dangerous. I wrote down because he says, I got to watch out for you. Punching things, driving a truck, now the bull. And then he just turned the lights off. And that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> he's so, <laughs> yeah. He's not excited by her wanting to do these things. He's only wanting her to conform to his idea of what his yeah. wife should be which he learns as he gets a girl like that and he's not attracted to her really well i think um, it's because he like comes from you know his small little town and his mom you know and everybody lives on the farm and she probably was like just taking care of the kids and the housework and all that stuff Mm-hmm. the um I mean, for me, I'd be like, damn, I want to see my woman on a mechanical bull. Especially when you see Deborah Wingar on one. Wingar? Deborah Winger on Wingar. one when she's Wingar. showing off later. <laughs> Wingardium like, Leviosa. That whole, that whole scene was really sensual. <laughs> when she did, she do that, did she do her own stunts? Or is that John Travolta doing that for her? <laughs> I mean, that, that part's going slow. That's probably her. But I don't know about the rest of it when she really rides it. I don't either. What were your uh, guys' thoughts on that sensual bull riding? No? Nothing? Sh- nothing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you're the weirdo. <laughs> okay. Whatever. You s- I, I was like, hey, I'm going to talk about Deborah Winger on this podcast. Of course so you are. And then you were like, well, I'm going to talk about John Travolta. I only said that because you really want to talk about Deborah Winger. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I didn't. I didn't write many notes about Deborah Winger other than uh, her not having a bra on. Oh, well. That's the only wrote, wrote, only note you wrote? Yeah, I wrote it like 12 times. I wrote, wrote no bra, 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 no bra. So, well, if you want to talk about John Travolta, it's fine by me. <laughs> I also wrote no cup down for John Travolta. Jacob. Yeah. Okay. If you, yeah. If you want to talk about John Travolta, Jacob. <laughs> I wish he kept the beard the whole time. Uh, I wish he got punched in the face more. How about the guy, the cowboy, shows up in a mesh shirt? Mesh shirt. Yeah. I can't talk tonight, guys. <laughs> a mesh Red leather, shirt. yellow leather. Red leather, <laughs> yellow leather. Yeah, and he uh, he's like, I bet you $10 you got to bug me off. 
It's like, oh, I'll buck you off, all right. Ooh. <laughs> what, a, what a weird movie this is. And then uh, Bud's like, hey, who is that? He's like, oh, that's just somebody that I used to know. <laughs> he says that. He doesn't sing it, but he says it. <laughs> no, he sings it. His face turns into a bunch of different, like, pie slices that are different colors. Yeah. <laughs> just like Gautier. The um, the next, he gets drunk, and they go to the diner again, and then he tells the waitress to make sure his burger's extra well. And I'm yeah. just like, this fucking idiot. How would you ruin <laughs> your burger like that? Just like a big slice of onion. Yeah, that was smart. That was a good move. That but was a good move? Well. No, I was thinking both were bad moves. <laughs> um, is this when he says, uh, "When do you when do you become a bull rider or something?" Oh yeah, he tells that. Yeah, joke. that was funny. <laughs> do you want to tell that joke, Jake? I don't have the joke. Oh. So you got to ask me how do how do you become a bull rider? How, how do, do you become, become a wait? Say it in unison, Jacob. Ready? How, How do you become, do you a, bull become rider? a bull rider? <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> well, Jacob, you can line that up when you <laughs> edit this. Uh, okay, so when you go down to ride the bull, you take a handful when of marbles. When you go down to ride the bull. Oh, God. Where are you, 13? Yes. <laughs> you take a handful Wait, of do marbles. Do you have your idea, Alex? <laughs> And you put them in your mouth, and you spit out a marble every time you ride the bull. And once you lose all your marbles, that's when you become a bull rider. Yep. That's How's your burger? Oh, it's still <laughs> bleeding. Ah, chuck it. <laughs> well, we got to talk hey, about tattoos. how he got offended that that West Hightower guy tipped his hat at Sissy. Oh, yeah. Well, then Sissy so jealous. said the same line to Wes that she said when she was trying to flirt with Bud. Yeah. Because she's like, are you a real cowboy? She says that to Wes right in front of Bud. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't talk about their dance scene, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, guys? <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all, Alex. Not the drug. <laughs> you just move your head down to the like other direction. There you go. That's a little better. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> the uh should what we, were we explain talking about? this in the <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you oh, probably should. So, so Alex changed his background <laughs> on our Skype. To a, a very sexy picture of John Travolta <laughs> in a cowboy hat. <laughs> He's like sitting sitting down, like displaying his body, legs oh kind of up, up in a certain motion. <laughs> Alex likes it. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> oh, this place, this uh, place says burgers, shakes, and steaks, but the shakes are X'd out. Oh, yeah. I so just noticed like that. They can't no shakes. Sells shakes. Their ice cream machine might be broken. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Um, I wrote down, why wouldn't he want her to ride a bull? It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
Because <laughs> he's better. I don't at mean her specifically. I just mean in general. Because <laughs> he's better at it than she is. So she can't ever do anything, Alex. Duh. Yeah. Uh, he and Wes get in a fight, and he gets his ass kicked. Okay. Then Wes. Don't be throwing hamburgers at people, dude. Yeah. That's when he wakes up the next morning, starts drinking, and going to work. Yeah. That was such a stupid move. Yeah. But he gets, I mean, he gets hurt, but he gets a bunch of codeine. Yeah. So. Oh, he's a hopped win, up on win. drugs. <laughs> I don't know about that. And he's got that terrible tuna salad. That was sounded good. But they um there's a Jason Isbell song called Codeine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and yep. s- sing the entire thing for us. Um Um He she he's taking her in and giving her codeine. That is how it goes. Good job. Thanks. I was going to say, did you guys notice when, because um, his aunt, Corrine, comes over after he almost dies and Sissy walks in and she's cleaning stuff around the house. She uses, I think it's because I told you early, later that uh, when Sissy was cleaning up later in the movie, she uses underwear to wipe off the photo frame. Mm-hmm. I think the aunt's using underwear as well. <laughs> She's wiping down stuff at what? their house. Yeah. I, we'll have to rewatch that. I don't I'm remember pretty that. sure because I remember thinking that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird movie this <laughs> I guess they couldn't like afford washcloths or napkins when they were filming this. And they're just like, just use this underwear. It's fine. She used underwear. <laughs> funny. Who's not wearing underwear? Maybe buying sure? tidy whities is cheaper than buying rags. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, this is when I mean, this is when Bud gets really uh, emotionally, and then it becomes physically abusive. Yeah. Um, I mean, he only has that one well, physical uh, abusive outburst, right? Before this, because he did it once at the breakfast place. Right? Well, yeah. But that was, I I feel like that one was, that was before they were married. Yeah, so that was count. not because <laughs> anything before marriage doesn't count. Oh my gosh. that one I don't feel like was out of meanness. Out of line. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> no. Okay. <laughs> was oh out of god, meanness. Oh my god, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Quit trying to put words in my mouth. Trying <laughs> to figure out how you feel about hating women. I mean, if they deserve it. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my um, God. No, women uh, should only be hit on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like during this fight, she didn't tell him that she was riding the bull. And she did it after she knew he didn't want her to do it. And then she technically yeah, she lied to still him. Still have the right to do it. Yeah, but I mean, like she didn't try to, you know, talk to him about it. She just went and did it, and that would make someone really mad. You know, when you told them, "Hey, I don't want you doing this," and then you go and do it, then 
Yeah, it would. they have a right to be mad about it. I mean, he definitely took it to an extreme, but she was also egging him on about it too because she said that spiteful line. I think you're just jealous because I write it better than you. Like, why would you say that to someone who's super upset right now? <laughs> and drunk and hopped and up drunk, on code. And, yeah, and you know he's mad about this specific thing. So you go ahead and say that to him. Like, she's she's egging him on. That's what it feels, feels like to me. And then he's being dumb because he's well, getting she's mad strong, about this stupid thing. She's a strong person, too, because she even stands up to Scott Glenn, who's truly abusive like not even a a like a regretful thing he just is an abusive person and she even stands up to him <clears throat> um so there i just everybody was being stupid in this i that's what i think i mean it, yeah it oh. could have been handled better for her but I, I think um, he was being unreasonable. He was being very, he was being, yeah, he is being super unreasonable. He's being very misogynistic and like saying that she can't do that because she's a girl or whatever. But I feel like she could have done more in trying to explain, you know, talk, not explain to him, but to talk to him like, hey, girls can do it too. Like it doesn't matter because communication is a two way street, you know. And mm-hmm. that should have been you a red what? a red flag to her too. Like, well, he's not gonna, you know, compromise or you know, be okay yeah. with me doing what I want to do. Yeah, and I I felt like that was the thing that they, they you know they showed those red flags at the very beginning of him coming into their whole relationship thing. And for her, I really liked her, Sissy in general because she felt like such a strong, independent woman. Like she was working, you know, she was doing the stuff, you know. I don't know. I just, uh, this entire movie, and I make a line, I, I write a note later on near the end. I feel like it would, like, it could be such a powerful movie in terms of, like, female strongness if it focused more on the sissy perspective than the John Travolta. But obviously, it's made in this, the 80s, so you can't expect it from this kind of movie. But, um, I, I think they're trying to write it a relationship movie more than. Yeah. But I felt, I, we're not getting to final thoughts or anything, obviously, but I th- think it fails at that. The, um... Well, at least in, like, a romantic way. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's just a heartbreaking, terrible relationship. Fine, but it doesn't, like, a romantic way. Like, it's supposed to be nice. And I don't... It's gross. I don't know. I think he, um... I don't know. We'll talk. Let, let's yeah, let's build. Let's get to that. That because there are some a couple things I wanted to talk about. Um, they have their their spat where they are trying to make each other jealous, and of course, it ends up going further than either of them mm-hmm. wanted that night to go in their ideas. Because um, John Travolta gets that girl dancing with him, and then asks her, "When are you going to take me home and rape me?" <laughs> Yeah, and rape me. <laughs> that yeah. was a really weird what a, line. What a choice of what a dialogue there. Yeah. And then she's like, a, there's, like we said earlier, this rich woman who wants to come slum with the poor cowboys. Yeah. Like, she got and this then empty ass apartment that's huge, except yeah. for her bed. And she's the daughter of an oil, like king. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and then they like ha- they like suck each other's faces apart like lips yeah yeah <laughs> Kristen called it an octopus kiss it's like a, they're vacuum cleaners <laughs> yeah um and, and, then, he, and then he goes uh, all the way with her but sissy like yeah with what's step, it, with Wes. yeah holds herself back with wes which and but her going with wes is worse emotionally than what he you know um bud did because Wes beat Bud up, person. and so she's like to get back at him. She keeps hanging around Wes because she was even hanging around with him when Bud first when he came into the bar. She was hanging out with him around the the bowl, and yeah. then she's talking to him. That's how she finds out finds out that he's out on parole. Like that's just kind of like she's kind of sticking it to Bud because they're mad at each other. She's like, I'm gonna go hang around with this guy that beat you up. Yeah, she was not feeling uh, fulfilled, and so she was seeking. Uh, she was seeking outside. I don't think it was that. She I don't think it was fulfilled. that. She was doing yeah. it that she was feeling happy, or like that she No, I think she like, wasn't happy because she wanted to. Yeah. Like she wanted to she ride wanted the bowl. Somebody and that, was, that would. She like, wanted a real cowboy allow her too. to be her person. Be yes. Herself. Yeah. She, allow her to do the things that she wanted to do. Give her some freedom. And then beats yeah. her up. Well, she didn't know and that. Was her? Yeah, she didn't know that then. <laughs> I think she wanted. No she matter what, done... she's getting her ass beat in this movie. No matter who she chooses. Well, they're, they're both terrible choices. I... Um, <laughs> I can't keep up with what I was gonna say. What was I gonna say? <laughs> you guys are so fast on what you talk about. My, the fact I, that I she went with that... Wes is just like. Oh, the stuff at the bar the where fire. she, I mean, I don't think it was, it, it was a happy accident that Wes was there when she went, went to go ride the bull with Jesse. Like, it wasn't like, she's like, oh, I'm, Wes is there. I'm now well, going to go there and ride the bull. And I think it, that was Wes being conniving and yeah, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah. He was definitely yeah. like, cause he I don't was think attracted that she to was her. Seeking that, that fulfillment yeah. in a man. I think that just happened. Yeah, exactly. I think she was trying to like fulfill herself, not yes. necessarily find fulfillment in somebody else. Fulfill who she, you know, her desires. What she was not getting out of the relationship that she wanted with Bud mm-hmm. is what I felt like she was trying to fulfill. But uh, when she does go with Wes in the in his like ho- his like trailer or whatever, yeah, when she like goes under, she like puts her head on the cabinet. I'm like, what is she doing? <laughs> She she's like trying to hold herself back. I think is what that's symbolizing. Oh, it's just weird to me because she was like digging her head into the corner of the cabinet. And then and then she leaves, <laughs> and then he like sucks the worm out of the tequila, and he's like, <sighs> chews it up. And still yeah. like that was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was all weird. Um, just, the next yeah. thing I have is about the lookalike contest. Yeah, the lookalike contest. Did you hear who won the lookalike contest? Huh? It was Mary Bailey. George Bailey's wife. Oh God! <laughs> oh, um, from that? "It's a Wonderful Life," <laughs> and I was like, "Mary Bailey and Stephen Strange in the same movie? What kind of universe is this?" Uh, it's a good one. It's the Earth Earth five one eight. Yeah, I was gonna say I was I was like, wait a minute, they're having all three of these contests at the same time. Like this punching bag contest, this dance contest, and this bull riding contest all at once. What is going yeah. on? What is the plan for They're this? They're trying to sell out their bar. 
Trying to it have sounds chaotic. <laughs> well, I mean, it's such a big honky tonk that they have room for it all. The um, is there? Do you think there's cowboys anymore? Yeah, Dalton Wilcox. Oh, like really? Do you think there's p people who consider themselves cowboys? I mean, there's probably are. Yeah, I've people who like do cattle and stuff. I would assume. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know. People ten. who uh, wear hats that are ten gallons. Stet Stetsons. People who are on a football team in Dallas. Oh, that's they're, true. They're definitely <laughs> Cowboys. Or the Oklahoma State football team. Also. Or the Cowboys. Wyoming football team. Hold on. Let me check my consciousness. Cowboys. Yep, definitely. <laughs> or the people who starred in that John Wayne movie. The ones who are still alive. The aliens? Wait. Oh, the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Because they were all kids, so they're probably still around. Yeah, they're probably still around. They gotta be. They're like in their fifties now. There's no, there's no 60s. way. No way they're dead. No way. They're, there's, they're all cowboys still. What if they got on a stagecoach and crashed? Died. Nope. Okay. Are they? Were they around during Pompeii? <laughs> uh, there's so no chance. Bud is a son of a bitch. Win. I don't remember. <laughs> it says, "It says, oh great, a contest for punching and riding. And then it says, Bud is a son of a bitch. And then it says, pop them titties. Let's get rolling. <laughs> Wait, so. Why were you mad about Bud at that point? I don't know. I can't tell you. That's I don't feel like says. there's anything bad Bud was doing in that moment. Something. He did something that pissed me off. <laughs> son of a bitch. I don't judge him with an official letter. Mail it to his house. <laughs> I don't know why you'd be mad. He didn't. Do, he wasn't doing anything during that scene. I don't know. He I'm was. Sure. It was Sissy who was putting on a show for everybody. Yeah. And fr and she sure knew he. She knew he was there. She was staring right at him. It might have been something else. I don't know. I couldn't tell you guys. Well then, um, Sissy comes and cleans the trailer, and then. Uh, leaves a card trying to get him to call her, but then his girlfriend now finds the card and tears it up. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Sissy comes back to um, Wes's camper, and Wes is sleeping with that other girl right pretty yeah, much the in red front head. of her. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, a man like me can't be fulfilled by one woman. And I wrote, yeah, a man like him who lives in a camper outside of a bar. <laughs> and then that's when he starts being really abusive to Sissy. Yeah, I wrote down, uh, I can't tell how much time is passing, but it feels like it's barely even hours it, if it could even be days. Like, I doubt it could even be days that all this is happening. Oh, but it's got to be days. It felt like hours to me. It's like it's all hours so rapid. Can you see the day and night changes? Though? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> so, um, real quick too, during that scene when she goes back to Wes's place, it shows like it during the daytime in front of Gillies and stuff. 
I can't because I spent like a couple months in Texas during the summer. That just took me. It was like a flashback. Like I felt like the dry <laughs> heat. In, like I don't know. It was just funny that it, it just I could remember being in Texas just by that scene, just by seeing yeah. the weather. <laughs> I can't remember who says it, but somebody says something about cowboys being dumb, and I think it's the girl that Bud's dating, and then he says some of them got smarts real good. Oh, yeah, because oh she was te- when they first went back to her place and she's talking about how she's attracted to cowboys. She can't explain it or whatever. She likes their simple values. And oh, yeah, because he he's like trying to learn from his mistakes. And she's yeah. like, I, I don't think cowboys did that. or something. Yeah. And he's like, contrary to what you and your daddy think. <laughs> yeah, he has that moment with Uncle Bob when they're working the graveyard shift. Mm hmm. Um, and I think that really helps him learn, like, you gotta, yeah, you gotta let the pride go. You can't. Well, it's he's, that's why he's like shouting at him before he goes up and dies. Yeah. If you don't get there was high need something's wrong with him. Well, they started talking about that because Bud saw Sissy, remember, at that intersection? Mm-hmm. And he like waved and like was smiling and stuff. And then she flips him off because she thought he just stood her up. Yeah. But it was because Pam took the letter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he, I mean, everything um, came back to, and they call it pride, but, I mean, it's just about not feeling vulnerable. He doesn't know how to feel vulnerable, I think. <clears throat> um, and then everything, and then poor Uncle Bob. And yeah, then he wears a... Oh, go ahead. I just heard, oh, man, Uncle Bob. Sorry. Um, before we jump into the uh, funeral stuff, um, I forgot to tell you guys about the other deleted scene I saw. Um, so right after when he gets his arm broken and he's in that cast, he gets laid mm-hmm. off from his job. Yeah. So he has to go get another job. This one, the deleted scene, it shows him working at one of those drive through uh not a liquor store, but, but like a drive-through gas station. The gas station, yeah. Because yeah. his friend Marshall uh, drives up and he's buying whatever he's beer or something, and Bud's ringing ringing him up, <laughs> and they're talking about how Marshall hasn't seen him in a long time or in a while, and Bud tells yeah, him. Yeah, Marshall Lock- just kind of disappears as a character in this movie. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, but Bud's. Like saying, well, I'm staying away from Gillies. Nothing good happens there anyways and stuff. So apparently he wasn't going to Gillies for a while. And then Marshall tells him, well, Sissy's staying with um, that one guy in that trailer. And that's how he finds out about that. And they cut mm-hmm. that out. Uh, the funeral. Um, Bud's wearing a bolo tie. And it made me think of dad and grandpa. That's all they wear when they have to dress up as bolo ties. <laughs> nice. And Kristen I said Alex, I should get a bolo tie. Yeah, I was like, you should wear a bolo tie. Like, keep the tradition going. <laughs> get you a bolo tie, Alex. I've never worn a bolo tie in my life. <laughs> oh, man, I like bolo ties. I probably actually, I bet dad has made me wear one when I was a kid, but yeah. <laughs> not as an adult, at least. <laughs> um, Bob's buckle. I thought that was sweet uh, that um, he... Uh, or his aunt gives it to him um, because it was his championship rodeo buckle and Bud wears it to the uh, mechanical bull riding tournament. Yeah. 
Well, during that funeral, Sissy shows up too, and they talk a little bit. Because mm-hmm. yeah. she's like, yeah, you can tell they're like not happy. Neither. Yeah, because they put on a face, definitely, because she's like, Uncle Bob wanted you to be happy. Are you happy? He's like, Yeah, I got a real lady. And she's like, yeah. yeah, I'm happy. I got a real cowboy. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you guys, children? Mm-hmm. They're, so, they're such so childish. They are very yeah. child. That's on a lot. A lot of my notes was that they were. I mean, they're both really childish. young. It seems like. Yeah. They got married pretty young. It seems like too. So. Yeah, um, the prize for winning the mechanical bull riding tournament is five thousand dollars. So I checked the old inflation calculator. That'd be about sixteen thousand nine hundred now. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote, this is a movie about riding a mechanical bull. I was like, I just need to put this in the ether. Right, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is what this movie's about. <laughs> just riding a mechanical bull. That's the goal, man. <laughs> the point um, system my, they have for, yeah. I don't know if I already jumped there yet, but the point system they have for this uh Bull riding contest is a little janky. So they announced that the point system is as follows. 1 to 25 points for the bull. 1 to 25 points for the rider. And for a total of 100 points, right? Is that correct? That's how they score it in PBR. Okay. Is that... But they... And so for the, the total was like 160 or something. Is that correct? Well, that was for two runs. Oh, okay. See, I was like, what the hell is going on? I don't understand the math. Score <laughs> scoring in this contest. Yeah, the first runs, they were scoring like 70s and 80s. Okay. And then okay, they combined so. the two scores. I, I think it was funny. They were scoring the bull, too. Yeah, <laughs> when it was a mechanical, <laughs> mechanical bull. Because like in real bull riding, it's real. <laughs> so... Not every yeah, bull is the same. You can influence the bull. <laughs> you can't influence the mechanics. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I never thought about it like before. Um, th- my next thing is that Bud wins. I was right. I, I wrote down, wait a minute. Is Sissy not even going to ride the bull? What is the whole point of her wanting? Like, I don't even well, understand the her entire... trying to find them some independence. I just... I just felt, I just was, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, Maybe that, that was originally in it. Because they even mentioned, like, even you cowgirls, if you want to join. Yeah, the they mention it. And there's not a single woman that rides the bull. Why yeah. did they even put that line in there? I don't know. But when, I feel like they were trying to put it, up, put it up for that. When Bud wins, you can see Sissy smile like she's happy for him. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. Yeah, because Wes gets a 161, but gets a 162. 63. 163. That's one point. Because he gets an 83 the second time. He gets a 79 the first time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I remember them saying 163, but maybe it was the 83. Yeah. <clears throat> All the numbers. The... um. I don't know what else you guys had. Well, there was My like next... the, the dance contest and stuff when they were like in the finals. I remember I was like, how do they spin like that without getting dizzy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny to me. I, I don't think I could do the two-step, but I want to do the dancing where they just kick their legs out and hold their belt buckle. That's Isn't that a do. hoedown? Yeah, I want to like do that. a hoedown. 
I didn't understand how much, like, all the neck holding that was going on in the dances. Well, apparently you haven't been to a lot of dances. <laughs> well, you just hold the person's neck? No, I have not. Maybe it's to help with the spinning. Well, it's like grabbing them by the neck. I'm just like... It's just like a way to hold people. I mean, it's just like when you slow dance, there's not one way you slow dance. There's multiple different ways you can. It reminds me of when, uh, like, when I would get in trouble and, like, my dad or somebody would grab me out of the back of my neck, you know? Like, pick you up like a puppy? No, not even like that. But <laughs> why would you do this type of stuff, you know? Dad would do that to you? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, my God. That's funny. Um, what was I going to say? There was something I was going to say. Oh, I was watching like how John Travolta rode the bull and Scott Glenn did. I think John Travolta did a really good job. Like he had a lot more flair and seemed like more in control in that final ride they had. And I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I was like, (laughs) but throwing his arm back more. I don't think it, I mean, it it was kind of like. There's a way that you, like, with bull riding, you can kind of tell when someone's in more control than other people. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just, yeah. I just I mean, noticed I, it I the believe time it. I was really watching I just, it. I just don't. I I don't know it enough. It's not, like, well, blatant. Yeah. But that's why he got a higher score. Yep. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I it's like, like when I watch figure skating. I'm like, damn, that was good. And then they get a lower or higher score. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know why that person got a better score than they did. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I am when I watch bowling. I'm like, wait a minute. That was really good technique. Just because they had less pins. The technicalities. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's hits all, You them. can literally count the pins, though. That doesn't make sense. What are you talking about? But the way they put the leg behind the other leg and they're running, you know? It's technique. It's worth points, right? No. Does it? What? I don't know. I don't Not know about bowling. bowling. <laughs> There's a definitely judges and scorecards. <laughs> Whatever I'm bowling. Silly. No, never. So Wes goes and robs Gillies after he loses. Well, and he smacks the hell out of Sissy. Oh, yeah. He hits her. Really bad. Because she decides not to go with him to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he like, hits her really shit. bad. <laughs> and then um, when Bud comes out to find her, because he and his girlfriend like have a talk and... And then the editing on that part when she's done talking, it just zooms in <laughs> on his face, and he's like, "I gotta go." <laughs> he's like, she's like, I thought that was silly, crazy, Pam. She's like, "I'm not, a, or I'm a shit, but I'm not a big, like a big shit, or something like that." And then she tells him that she took the letter, and then she's like, "But I'll tell you what, if you ever want to make your wife jealous, you know where to find me." And it's like, God. <laughs> yeah. Like. Have a little more pride for yourself, lady. No, nope, that's all. That's her entire purpose on earth is to make a man's wife jealous. I think she was hoping that he would actually be like, "No, I <laughs> love you." Then he's like, "He's just, I gotta go." Yep. <laughs> um, and then when he finds Sissy, and then they start, like, he gets her out of the car and stuff. Because um, he's like apologizing to her about everything. Mm-hmm. And just based on the way he was acting with the girl um, and the, that scene where he's like, you know, I, uh, some of them got smarts real good <laughs> and talked about like trying to grow and stuff. Hopefully that is a good sign. Um, but then I was just like, come on, 
look at her. I wrote that down. I'm like, look at her. And then he finally does and sees that she got hit really bad. Mm-hmm. Then he goes and foils Wes's plan and beats the crap out of him. Yeah, I wrote down, uh, I like that Bud is like, wait a minute, you beat my wife? Only I can beat my wife. And like, that's not what he says, but that's what the no. got was. <laughs> I, I think, I don't think Bud ever, I mean, it's, it's, it, they could have had a better resolution to his, like, you know, realizing his mistakes, I think. They could have been more overt about it. But I don't think he had any ill will like uh, Wes obviously did. Like, Wes didn't care. He That was what he wanted to do. He wanted to beat his wife or beat I, his woman. I just feel like it's so easy not to beat somebody. Anybody who beats somebody isn't trying that hard. Or something's wrong with their brain or something. You know? I agree I with know. you, but it's, um, it's, I, I mean, there's different, it's not Wes and Bud, I don't think are equal. I think if someone beats you, you should get away from them. I don't care if they beat you a little bit, if they beat you a lot, you get out of there. But what if someone like emotionally <laughs> abuses you? Is that just as bad, or is it just because it's not I think, physical? I think emotional abuse is just as just as relevant as physical abuse, but I think for the sake of this movie, uh, both choices were bad. Uh, Sissy should have rolled the bowl, saved herself, and had a happy ending for herself. Kick the guys to the curb. This movie sucks. You shut your damn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for being Debbie Downer. Whatever. This movie is good because it shows that he could change. Because I thought, I thought that he was showing that he was growing up and changing. When the, his uncle died, he didn't even want to go to the rodeo anymore. He wasn't going to ride, but his aunt Pam or his aunt Pam, his aunt Corrine wanted him to go and mm-hmm. do it because he wasn't even going to go anymore because he didn't want to. But I thought that was because he was angry and hateful about like oh this is taken away from me you're gonna take like roadie away from me my these guy he brought like he's got this thing is room i don't know i think there's a lot more I feel emotional like you have a chip against bud like you don't even want to see like think anybody who abuses somebody doesn't deserve happiness so it's hard for me to root for him ever like so I nobody ha- nobody can change is that like nobody can learn like, from nothing, their mistakes. I don't feel like there's much change at all in it. You know, I don't feel like there's any grand gestures of change. I feel like he he goes and he cheats on his wife, and then after beating his wife, and then he goes and gets five thousand dollars, and then his wife comes back. I think it was showing his was growth beat. in it. Like I don't his, know. he was changing. He apologized. He admitted it. He. It leaves that hope. It leaves that hope there. I mean, I feel like like for a movie, yeah. But I think if, like, I guess you have to put in that it's a movie. But I, I don't know. I in most cases, one thing you called out Jacob was like, there's no grand, there's no grand gesture. I feel like that was something they could have done better. Yeah, like he just he doesn't do anything to earn any. Like he just all of a sudden he's just cheap. I don't know. 
it just seems like she's going from one abuser to another abuser for no reason, and he doesn't do anything to do other than having something bad happen to him. Well, and I think this, we got to remember this movie in 1980, what they viewed as abuse and stuff was probably not the same. Like, I don't think they ever thought, I think they intentionally put him hitting her as not a good thing, but I think they thought, oh, audiences will see that he is not as bad as Wes. I think I just needed more of a love story between, like, they don't have a love story. Like, they see each other once at a club, and then that then that's it yeah it was a shame that they cut out all those deleted scenes yeah i told you there was deleted scenes it's longer than what it seems like in the movie (laughs) wow but that's just falling in love head over heels for someone i mean that's happened for me watching the movie it was hey we met each other for a week i'm gonna beat you then you're gonna go to somebody else who beats you and then i'm gonna come back and you're gonna be with me now i don't know Hard for me to hard for me to root for anybody except for Sissy. And then Sissy made a bad choice at the end, so it was tough for me to be happy about any part of it. You know what's funny? I've been pretty annoyed with Sissy sometimes in the movie because I feel like she's being spiteful and oh, she's selfish. Being spiteful. And she's being very selfish of not caring about what other people feel or think or taking into account anything about her husband, like, which is also proves the point that they were not ready to get married because they Mm -hmm. don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to do any of that. But like, I feel like she's pretty annoying throughout the thing as well. They both, they both definitely needed to grow up. And I, throughout this movie, I think it's, I don't know. I, it's like a tragic, what did I say it was? I put it in my review of the movie. A toxic and problematic love story. And that's what it is. <laughs> and I think, I mean, every, I, I agree with, it's hard for abuse. Like normally it's a cycle. It's not a, yeah, something you learn from, but I think it's important to give that everybody, whether sissy's the one to give it to him or somebody else gives him the opportunity. I think everybody deserves a chance to fix their mistakes and everybody deserves a chance for rehabilitation okay uh, did you guys have any other notes oh last note um he throws her little um license plate back in the back of the window i thought that was uh sweet you must have missed that part oh it was the very end the very last shot yeah the end <laughs> They're together. They got back together. Happily ever after. Hopefully. Hopefully they're both happy. Hopefully they've learned from their mistakes. Well, next, after we wrap up, if we don't have anything else to say, we go to final thoughts. Well, Uh, we already heard Jake's final thoughts. (laughs) Two and a half. What, you want my star reviewing? Uh, Two and a half stars. Uh, I really like a lot of the cinematography throughout the throughout but the constant phase of black and some weird audio choices make this less than ideal uh way too much abuse and toxic toxic masculinity with uh no punishment or negative outcomes from it to enjoy this much Uh, i really would have loved a sissy enters contest and wins to break herself from system of abuse ending uh is what i wrote down that's my review that would have been an interesting movie from Sissy's side. Yeah. Um, I gave it three stars. 
I said I was definitely bought into the story, and there's definitely good performances. We talked about John Travolta, Deborah Winger. That was really good. Scott Glenn too. Um, it was as longer than it, I thought it needed to be. They could have done without, you know, twenty to thirty minutes of the movie. <laughs> um, I I was ca- caught off guard with how much time was spent on mechanical <laughs> bull riding. <laughs> Um, it's, there's, I said, there's plenty here that makes it hard to root for Bud, which is intentional. Um, but in 2022, it makes it harder to sit with than it probably did back then. Um, and, uh, after watching Terms of Endearment and now this, I have a crush on early eighties, Deborah Winger, the end. (laughs) What about yours, Kristen? Well, I gave it five stars and a like. Because I love this movie. Um, I put, I know, I've already talked about it, but I know this is a very toxic and problematic love story, but I love it. That was my review of it. Because um, I know, like, you say, like, a good ending, Jake, that would be if Sissy entered it, she won happily ever after for herself. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this one, it's more of a human story. Because that one's just, like, I don't know. I, can, I can't see... That a little bit. more fantastical. Okay. And that wraps up uh, Urban Cowboy <laughs> and the theme of movies one of us loves and the other two haven't seen. And so far, um, I think mostly that the other two people don't love. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. What was mine again? What was my movie? Inside Lewin Davis. Movie? Did you guys that was, like that? That was all right. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was good. All right. Well, I liked uh, Urban Cowboy, and the phenomenon was um, well made. Okay. <laughs> well, now we can move on to something that everybody's going to love. All right. So, Jacob, what is your theme selection and the first movie we're going to watch in it? All right. My th- my theme selection and first movie. Uh, so, uh, the the theme... And the movies that we're going to talk about may not be great movies, but we're going to enjoy them because we're going to be watching movies that have Adam Sandler in them. Okay, so Sandman, the Sandman. So it can he can be a star in the movie. He can have like a cameo if there's any movies where he's just a cameo. I don't care. He has to what be in the he, movie. What if it's a Happy Gilmore production that he did not that he's not even in featured in. Uh, I don't think that counts. I don't think it counts. Yeah, I think he has to be in in it. In it? Okay. Yeah. What about his voice? Uh, Like if you're trying to watch Eight Crazy Nights? Yeah, that's fine. Uh Or Hotel Transylvania? Yeah, that's fine. What if I wanted to watch Hotel Transylvania 4? Because he's not not in that one. That's not okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm going to veto that one. All right. But I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, arguably not the greatest Adam (laughs) Sandler movie of all time. I'm gonna go with uh, Little Nicky. Oh my god, I love this movie. I love, (laughs) I love. I think it's so funny. I think it's underrated because it's so. It's got so many jokes in it and just Popeye's chicken is the shiznit. The shiznit. (laughs) I used to uh, do Adrian, get in the flask, Adrian. Get in the flask, Adrian. (laughs) Yeah, just all the time. Yeah, perfect. I love it. I'm excited to watch it with you guys and uh, have some. Maybe that'll bring some. uh, some levity after we've had it's Maybe been a while we'll since we did a comedy <laughs> <laughs> let's bond over adam sandler movies <laughs> that's all well, hoping Kristen, we can be a happy you'll be up next yep. 
And then when I pick, we're going to watch Uncut Gems. So <laughs> that oh, will bring us back down. <laughs> so just we so you know, that's going to be my pick. <laughs> we're going to play some uh, bets before we watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Put our mortgages on the line. I'm not excited for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to pick one first next week. Um, God, I don't after even know which we watch one I'm going to pick. Nick. Well, you got to... Well, two weeks. I always say There's next so week. Many. Listeners, you know we come out every two weeks, I hope. It's every two weeks. <laughs> yeah, give me some time to edit you guys out. I got three jobs. Okay. Well, Kristen, if you need some time to think, you don't have to pick right now. We can go ahead and wrap up our episode. This has been a episode, And by that, I mean a great episode. A episode. Thank you for clarifying. Yep. Uh, lunch. I just did it again. I don't so, understand what that means. That's from comedy me that earlier. Earlier. You don't remember that? <laughs> no. Oh, well, like we'll talk about it later. This morning. Yeah. I did. I'll tell you about it when we're done recording. <laughs> Alright, thanks everyone for listening. If you made it this far, uh, you can always go back and listen to our older episodes. We have done... Gosh, I don't know. How many themes have we done? Is this like 12 now? The 12 themes? 12 themes? I don't think so because we've only been doing it for a Three, year. 3, 6, right? 9. This is my third theme. Maybe 9 themes. Yeah. Uh, so go back and uh, listen to any of those episodes. There's some good ones out there. And always rate, review. Great episodes. <laughs> rate, review, subscribe. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at I'll Take 3 Podcast. I'm also on Twitter at Alex Expressed. You can find me at I am. Wait, uh, you can find me at Mr. <laughs> Jake Duke. <laughs> Were you about and to give Kristen's yeah. Twitter? Yeah, I was about to give Kristen's out. <laughs> Mine's at I am Kristen one. <laughs> I want to make sure she gets all the followers. Oh my gosh. Okay, thanks everyone for listening. Um, before we head out, make sure you pop. What is it? Pop, pop them titties and let's get rolling. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Bye. Where is my end? I turn to a stranger Just like a friend Pop them titties, let's get rolling Welcome to another episode of Freedom Freedom? Yeah <laughs> Is that, wait, what's the name of our podcast? <laughs> I'll take three <laughs> Movie oh, treasure hunt this is why you do it, Alex. <laughs> do you want me to do it? This is this that's why you do it, because I can't even say the name okay. of the podcast right. <laughs>